This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to innovation. Howdy, folks, and welcome to Twinovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeanors, conscripts, hustles, any way you're making that money. We're here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my shifty, nifty, evil twin brother, El Jefe de Chefe, Jeff Rosenberg. My string's about to go off the rails. And of course, we're also joined by the Dame Von Dutch herself. She's Anna Merida Nicholas. Hey, Anna. Hello. Hey, we're back for a very special episode. The summer is here. July 4th is coming up. We're all having dog days of summer. Dog days of summer, indeed, brother. Uh, People are going to start grilling those hot dogs, those steaks, those hamburgers, those shish kebabs. Uh, We're ready to dine with you. Maybe you're listening to this episode outside with the kids uh, broiling some ham on the grill. Uh, you know, we'd love to be there with you. We'd love to sit down at the table with you and really be a part of your family. We consider you, you the nation, to be part of our family. And, and so we, we'd love to sit down to dinner with you and break some bread. Isn't that right? <laughs> yes, that is right, baby. I love the enthusiasm. Don't forget to put some garlic and butter on that bread because that's how the kids like it. Stays. Isn't that right? That is right. <laughs> delightful it is delightful i don't know if you've um, had that with yeah. barbecue you know burgers and, and garlic bread yeah, no yeah of course you have a little bit of garlic and butter in your bread jeff there's no other way to do it in my book mm-hmm. did you have a good weekend dave Anna. oh yeah oh it was back in hand and for the weekend got to you know party hard with the family you know uh got to check out mom got to check out dad got to check out mark got to check out the cousin the nephews the nieces you know all around a good time uh played some trivia on monday night with big shout out to ryan pelico you're my boy uh yeah. and you know we we got sixth place uh out of 17 so not too thrilled about that uh you know they do this music category and they play the songs and we're you know, we're not too up to date on the uh, the new wave of music. Doja the, Cats. The I, I don't even know if Doja Cats a uh, uh, a guy or a girl. To be honest with you, um, that's how you I know, believe you need I am. for these these outings. Yes, Anna, you need you need to pipe up and let us know who the new hit singers, the new K-pop bands are. We'd love to know, uh, and that's Anna's special music corner you can listen to that on our patreon where she sort of does a deep dive into all things musical i'm always helpful in trivia i've helped you in any uh, category of trivia not just music um but of course while i did visit hamden uh and i did uh have a lunch in hamden uh i did not in multiple uh, forms of shrimp you know you got that mayo shrimp you got the mandarin shrimp you got the Mm. chicken salad with a little shrimp in it you know we're a big shrimp family we're jumbo shrimps ourselves uh you know big bodies but small minds (laughs) you are a little bit like a shrimp you do look like a shrimp um yeah pop off yeah you have the same skin as a shrimp it's like actually exactly your coloring you should be a shrimp for halloween this year 
That's good. You're right. Well, I went to the lobster last year, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe I downgrade to the shrimp. That's cute. Um, but speaking of barbecuing and shrimp and all of this, um, I think that we should probably jump right into the beef uh, of this week. What do you think? Yeah, we're already talking grilling, so why not, folks? Can you smell that? It's the... Beef of the Week, of course, is a segment of the show where we air out our grievances with society, with each other, with oneself even, you know, self-deprecation, self-criticism, self-construction. Mm-hmm. It's always important to self-growth. Anna, it sounds like you got something to get off that fine chest of yours. Okay, well, yeah, thanks, David. Uh, so I'm sure as you know, David, and uh, you've been skirting this topic in real life, so I have no choice but to bring it up here uh, on the beef table. Uh, is of course, you know, your your nonstop and relentless uh, vaping in your sleep, of course. Um, every night uh, that Dave and I are asleep, um, you know, every time one would normally just, you know, toss and turn in the night, you know, you just wake up and you flip the pillow over for the cool side, or you wake up and you just kind of, you know, turn over and, you uh, you know, change the way you're sleeping a little bit. Just a, this is a three second thing. You're in and out of sleep. That Restless really leg syndrome. It's a and, uh, chronically doctor, uh, doctor prescribed um, pain I have in my body. Every, you do not have that. And uh, every time somebody, you know, every time you do that, you, you vape, uh, which is not normal. Okay? Wake and vape. It's not normal to vape many times, like 10 plus times throughout your, your night of sleep, you know, and every time this happens, it's not normal to fart in your sleep, but you seem to do it every evening. David, (laughs) no, I don't. And you know what? You're trying to deflect and it's not going to work because you, this vape makes a loud crackling sound. So it wakes me up. I like you have that big crackling sound there. Yeah. Do it in the do the crackling sound into the microphone, David. I am. It's very you can't even hear it. Oh my god. The sound of the popcorn lung. So loud. Okay. So that's number one. And then number two is then, you know, as after you exhale the disgusting vape, the air smells like shit and strawberry. Mm. Like uh, and it's like the quality of the air is different too. It's like I inhale this and it smells. So if the sound doesn't wake me up. Like the vapor, your vapor going into my mouth wakes me up. And so either way, it's very unpleasant for me. And I have simply, you know, most girls, most partners, I'm not even going to say girls, most people would, would now at this point say, you know, you need to quit vaping, right? Like I'd be saying like, this is enough. Like you need to quit. I'd be trying to get you the, the patch, the, the, the whatever, you know, this would be a thing about quitting. I'm not even doing that. All I ask is if you can just not vape in the middle of the night. You can vape starting at 6 a.m. And you can your last vape uh, can happen at midnight if you want. But just don't vape in your sleep. And you are unable to do it. We are at a crossroads. Let's make a deal on here just so the nation can, you know, be a witness to it. I'll stop vaping in my sleep when you start changing your clothes every day. <laughs> 
first of all, shut up. You only started changing your clothes every day when you got like 30 of those big and tall sh- fat guy shirts. Okay. So it's like now. Just True classics you- with Joe Rogan. Thank you again for that 10% <laughs> discount. Code Rogan. Every ever since you got all of those true classic shirts, you you suddenly wearing one right now. Nudie about changing your shirt, having a different shirt for every day. Newsflash: yeah, Normal people don't change their fucking outfit every single day. Like I have, yes, I, I no, they don't. No, they don't because I don't wear the same yes, thing necessarily day after day after day in a row it's that i wear the same items oh yes sometimes i do let me finish i'm saying that it's that i wear the same items oh i repeat the same items what do you think i'm like like, get a new fucking dress are you putting the stuff back in the closet back in the the drawer or it's on the ground and we're all walking on it no i wash my clothes we have laundry in our apartment as i'm sure you would recall Mm -hmm. jeff and Mm -hmm. uh you know we're doing lots of laundry here and yes, Dave complains because he says he'd like to see me wearing a new outfit. It's like, oh my God, like, get well, a I don't life. like to see you wearing the same shirt for three days in a row. I don't think that's it's too much. It's not in a row. It's not in a row. And you know what else? It's also just like, if I do like wear the same shirt, like two days in a row, let's say it's like, um, I'm going to shower that second day. So like, give Did me you a shower break. today. Yes. I showered this morning. Did you shower today? Yeah, my hair is still wet. You can see it. No, your hair always looks wet because it's greasy. Yeah, it's greasy. So anyway, you know, I'm just saying that that is actually very sexist of you to kind of, you know, trophyize me in that way and say I have to have a different outfit. I don't need to perform outfits for you. Uh, If I change my outfit, then then maybe I change my outfit. If I want to wear my you know, I work from home. It's like, I want to have to make, put a yeah, it's, different... It's, it's become a gift and a curse you working at home because you, you know, uh, if you're wearing clothes at all, they're usually some type of uh, muumuu dress or, or other type of, you know. Yeah. But I would argue that that doesn't need to be washed as often, you know, because it's kind of a, a top layer. So would I. It's not like, you There's know, I'm going no in the garbage. It's not like I'm going and rolling in the garbage in these things or going and doing a workout in these things and then I'm wearing them the next day. It's like, wear one of my house dress. God forbid day, you do a workout. You know, uh, wear my pajamas at night. Maybe wear my little house dress again. It's like, give me a break. Like, yeah. Uh, you have the clothes. That's not the problem. The problem is you're not willing to get into the clothes. Uh, I like I think... my comfy items. I like the items that I have that are comfy. And it's just... Yeah, easy. but I think you're getting a little too comfortable working at home. And, and you're forgetting that maybe I'd like to have a little eye candy since I can't be in an office anymore. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Lecherous. Maybe that's giving insight into why Please. you're not in an office anymore. Um. I feel that maybe, okay, because I feel like I'm very fair. And I think that maybe, you know, you have a point. It's like, uh, you know, okay, fine. Like, you know, you're, you're supposed to try to look nice for your partner, I guess, to a degree. But it's like, I do that. I do that. Okay. You get to feel very proud. When we go out, mm-hmm. I look nice. You get to feel very proud. Okay. It's like, you're treating me like I'm just a, some dump truck that looks like shit every day. Okay, so that's not exactly fair either, but okay, fine. I'll try to maybe 
change my dress. Uh, I'll try to get more <laughs> dresses. Well, you said you didn't bring enough clothes for a 10-day trip to uh, New Jersey slash Long Island. So I'm a little confused why you didn't bring any clothes here. I did bring clothes. It's just that, again, it's like the clothes that I brought are clothes for going out. Why would I be wanting to wear those clothes and waste them when we're just sitting around? Why do I have to try to look good when we're just sitting around the house? And, you know, I know people who don't ever wash their pants, you know, and they just, you know, kind of throw them out at the end of the year. You mean you know yourself? No, I wash my stuff all the time. How? How do you do that? How do you do that? What do you mean? How do you wash your stuff all the time? Uh, we there. There's a, a popular little joint in neighborhoods called laundromats, and you go there, uh, put the stuff in the washing machine, and and then the dryer. Oh, how often do you find yourself doing that? Every two weeks, maybe. Every two weeks. And yeah, she, you know, bedding and whatnot. It's it's actually real. It takes multiple trips, you know, not not every something. two weeks. We'd be doing that laundry multiple times a week, every week. We doing multiple. Laundry. I'm actually the one that does the laundry. I noticed you're kind of afraid to do the laundry. Correct me if I'm wrong, Anna. Well, ever since that leak happened with the laundry machine, I'm a little bit afraid of it. And uh, so, yeah, I have been kind of letting you do. I, the thing is, that's another thing. It's like, you know, I'm very busy during the day. I would argue, you know, uh, you have a little bit more flexibility in your schedule. Wouldn't you say, David? So yeah, I, think, I, I wouldn't say that. I like having you do my bidding. Netflix shows I like to watch. Yeah, exactly. So you, I'm actually doing meetings and stuff. You want to watch Netflix. And I ask if you would please just you know, do a load of laundry, uh, fix the bench, you know, like, uh, you know, mount the TV. Finally, we got that handled. But, you know, I, uh, thank you, man with the van. We appreciate all your help. Um, so anyway, I believe his name is road. A big shout out to road. Very cool. Oh, name. Hey, very cool. name. Is that a R-H-O-D-E? R-H-O-D-E? Wow. It's an R-O-A-D in my phone. Uh, a little mini beef is is you know i did kind of an overnight job uh in this store last week and and now i'm having to go in tonight to kind of take it all apart and redo it because they're not too happy with it so that's what was it it's a shoe store it's like these vinyls on the wall um and then vinyls on like uh you know you're kind of like wrapping these pedestals that they you know put you know, put their merchandising on and, you know, they're, they weren't too happy with the way they look. No, no fault of my own. You know, it was, it was a, a, a task, a Sisvian task, if you will, you know, no one, no one could have done it better than I did. And, and even that wasn't good enough. So, you know, kind of replaying the week over uh, from last week. So that's so what you have to do it again, but differently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, p- painting instead of uh, kind of wrapping this time. I see. So that's a bit of a bitch. We're not looking forward to a, another late nighter. That that last one we didn't leave till six a.m. So I'm I'm hoping we can get out of there a little earlier today. Who's the we? Who's in your crew? I had this uh, lovely lady Angela, and then uh, Emily actually joined as well. Really? So you guys are working as a duo now? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's nice to you know to kind of combine those worlds every now and then uh you know it's a bring your girlfriend to work kind of kind of thing sure absolutely um 
okay well that's kind of cute you're like a little painter team you should come up with a little name for your little for your little business and you guys can make a cute little maybe get a little van and we'll do a little stenciling on the man side and woman with the van <laughs> yeah, really yeah. That. um woman with a van featuring boyfriend <laughs> that's very cool yeah so it's not that cool. there's um there's the hocus pocus remake what do you guys think about that who are the stars um, it's all the three same uh, witches. Oh, there you go. And then they're gonna have like all you know, new kids. Yeah, Chris Chris Pratt is playing all three witches. Um, it. I think that remakes are actually annoying. I can't even think of a remake that is. They're remaking it with the same people. That's a little different. Well, it's not a remake. It's like a sequel, I guess, but it still just feels like a remake because it's so much time later. Especially since you know? they died in the end. Yeah. yeah. It's also like uh, it's kind of a more of a cult classic flick than than a good movie. It's a good movie. That is a good movie. Good movie. There's different kinds of good movies. Okay. So if you're going to compare Hocus Pocus to The Godfather, you know, obviously that's not fair, but the, but Hocus Pocus still makes us feel okay. Like Hocus Pocus still captures something of a childlike essence of Halloween. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is still something that makes it good. That is still. Yeah. Good. But I think the, the kind of, the, the, there was a degree of, corniness to it correct me if i'm wrong that's that's maybe not going to hit the same way so we don't know how to recreate that same tone that we did in the 90s without uh, kind of feeling a little derivative yeah I, well i agree i just don't think that you know there's really any point in uh picking up from these old stories i feel like it never goes well it just taints what was can't can't you just appreciate the original art for what it was and leave it alone. That's what I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Leave everything alone. You know, uh, everyone's trying to change things all the time. You like leave it alone. Work. Exactly. It's like the the Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. I've been watching Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero with the original series, and then it's like you know, a few years ago they tried to do they tried to like basically continue the story as uh, some of the with all the people that were, that were like fifty. Uh, I just the sh original show it's like all these hot people in in the 90s that are actually young it's like that's something that can't be recaptured in like 2015 I just I, I don't understand um but well, that's Hollywood for you you know the only original things to come out of it are the Twinovation podcast believe it or not where we come up with three original fantastic new brilliant ideas every episode and that's something that the nation doesn't take for granted. I know that for sure. Well, yeah. What's up with that? Because, you know, of course, I, uh, you know, you're telling me that I have to come up with an idea. I have to come yes. up with an idea, <laughs> Jeff. Is well, that so? What do you mean? What do you, why specifically talking to me? Why not specifically talking to you, Jeff? <laughs> I'm just curious why no. you're specifically talking you're curious. to me. Did, you're curious. Did Dave say Jeff said you need to come with an idea? No, he did not say that. But maybe I just obviously can tell if he's doing, uh, he's, you know, being your little talk, your little mouthpiece. And honestly, well, I, I just think I look coming from uh, an ankle of a 
like I enjoy your ideas. I, I feel like they are fun to play around with. Uh, mm-hmm. It's nice to brainstorm um, and, and kind of like get to the end of it, like a, that, that little kernel, because I, I know you do. I'm happy uh, you said the word kernel, by the way, Jeff. Uh, like I know there are things, you know, the, the origin of an idea is something frustrates you, right? Uh, and I feel like we're all kind of frustrated people in our day-to-day lives. So there, there are um, ways to kind of capture and encapsulate that into, into a fun little riff. Yeah. Okay. That's true. And I think that you, you could have, you could have said that to me yourself at any point uh, prior. Well, to you that. never respond on the group threat. You know, I, I try and talk to you guys and it doesn't feel like there's much movement going well, on. Well, you need a chaperone to text me. Well, no, because we have the group thread, though, and I thought you guys are never really that vocal on it. I try and keep it a little lively, but, you know, not not even a heart or a thumbs up when I send a video. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, I, I noticed you sent that video of a restaurant uh, dedicated to Karen's. Do you mind talking a little bit about that? Because it was deleted by the time you sent it to me. What do you mean? Oh, it was the, oh, yeah. So it's a, you know, that one restaurant that they have there in Boston where they like, they, they're like mean to you and they like put like a dunce cap on you and the whole kind of shtick <laughs> is yeah. that they're rude. So uh, this is more of the same. Uh, but, but, you know, they like kind of make you wait for your table. They call you, they call you dumb. They call you, you know, uh, stupid. Oh, it, it sounds like Ruskies. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's just that vibe where you know it's it's kind of like you, you're you get to be a bad employee, um, mm-hmm. and it's almost um, you know kind of they serve you shit food, your people are puking and everything. No, that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true, guys. But no, did uh, did anyone get a chance to watch that video? Because I know people tend to be on their phones a lot. It's just where to get a no response. You know, you guys can understand the no <laughs> response from a thread. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, maybe for me, I was coming from a place of like, um, I had just been told that I have to have an idea. And I was a little bit like, hmm. I have is a strong word. Uh, I, it would, I think it makes for a more joyous occasion. I, I want to put the pressure of have on oneself. Well, don't worry, because I today, I have an idea. I'm incorrect, guys. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love that. Well, well, let's get at it, huh? We got three uh, disgusting minds in the pig pen today, um, willing to forego uh, their their wonderful ideas in lieu of money to, to bring joy to the nation. So first up in the pig pen, he goes by the name of David Rosenberg, uh, Sir David. And he was just knighted by the queen herself. Uh, and he's got a real brilliant idea for you. So sit back, strap up, and uh, listen to what this kid has. He, he's really got a beautiful mind. Hey, folks, how you doing out there? Good. Hey, Hello. folks, how you doing out there? <laughs> I'm better. <laughs> Haven't slept in several nights. Ooh. Call back. Ooh, that's a throwback. Yeah, call back. Folks, let me pose a question, will yeah. you? Please do. What's the worst part about corn and i'm talking about on the cob here folks fourth of july is upon us and who doesn't love wrapping up a cob in some tin foil and throwing it on the grill because i sure as hell do but alas there's one glaring problem with the corn on the cob what is that it's hard to eat with your teeth um 
maybe buttering it is always kind of annoying. You kind of have to like roll it in a dish maybe or, or kind of poke that slab of butter and then kind of ride it along up and down, up and down. I don't, I don't know. It's, you know, corn's problematic. It's hot as a motherfucker when it comes off. You got to let it cool down. Yeah, and, yeah. You're, and then you're cur- right. I guess I forgot the kernels thing. You're getting the kernels in your fucking teeth like the popcorn. Uh, uh, yeah, and Anna sort of uh, referenced that as well. It gets all up in between your teeth. And heck, you need a full roll of floss on the table just for people to use before hitting up that dessert menu. So that got me thinking. Introducing the cob robber. The cob robber is a device you hook around the cob, and as you make your way down, the cob robber strips the corn from the cob into a small enclosed device using razor-sharp blades. Simply using a knife can be dangerous, and you can lose a lot of corn that way. And that's why the cob robber is the number one way to preserve as much of the kernel as possible while ensuring you get that slick cut. The Cobb Robber retails for $4.99 and can be purchased at your local Walgreens or CVS. I open the floor to questions. Wow, I love this, Dave, because honestly, I've in, in recent years, I've kind of become one of those people that I cut all of the corn off my cob um, to avoid these strings. Uh, so this would be life, life-changing for me. So this, this is kind Thank of you, like a... Uh, a hole, you know, that you, you slide down the corn. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, with a little device to sort of encapsulate those kernels. You know, you don't want them spraying all over the place. So, okay. And then you, like, eat it out of this plastic thing? <laughs> no, you, you take the plastic thing and you pour it on the plate, Jeff. But nice try. Well, hold on. But it does it, is it taking off all the kernels at, at once as you slide it down? Or is it like no? Rapid? It's not. It's slow. It, it's doing it. You know, one 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 surface at a time, one angle at a time. Oh, I see. So you have to kind of go down, then bring it back up, down, bring it back up. That's correct. Why not just let it go on the plate? Yeah, well, that's interesting, and we're willing to make that pivot <laughs> to have the, the full corn be shredded on one go. Oh yeah, the fire. I think the whole thing can be gone. You know, it's almost like, a, you know, for lack of a better term, like a, uh, it's a ring, right? I called it a hole before, for lack of a term, but a ring that you put around almost like a, a cob ring. <laughs> yeah, a cob ring, indeed. Ring around the cob. Nice, dude. I like that. Uh, and, and, you, and you still have it going into the, the compartment there. Which is fine. No, I think that's go, cool. We're gonna, no, we're gonna go straight on the plate. I think. Well, if you did it, if you did it in your little thing, maybe you could do like multiple, uh, and then you kind of have your tray of corn. You know, almost your your pico. Is this pico oh, okay. corn or gallo? Is gallo corn? Pico de gallo. Pico de gallo is like that shit that has a tomato in it, but I think it can have corn. Um, Sound off in the comments if you know what pico de gallo uh, encompasses and encapsulates. Pico de gallo is 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 tomato. I know that. Of course, of course. Maybe there's some corn in there. Sound off in the comments if you put <laughs> corn in your pico de gallo. Love that. Love that. Did, did we get a name for it? 
yeah, the cob robber because we're robbing the cobs off the 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 You're robbing the corn corn of the cob. You're robbing the cob the corn. Pay the cob. That's right. You don't. You'd almost think a cobbler would be someone who who dealt in in corn. Yes, we were. We were debating calling it the decobbler, um, but you know we're 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 up in the air on a lot of things this summer. I kind of like the decobbler. Okay, and we're willing to pivot to the decobbler. That's cobbler robbler is good. Cob robber. Is it co- cob, cob robber? robber? Cob robber is pretty good, actually. Thank you, Jeff, and I appreciate that. And all your CBS seems with it. like a, a weird place for this. Uh, uh, do people, you know, maybe it should be kind of near where they sell corn? That's interesting, Jeff. But uh, we have a partnership with CVS, and we're seeing good sales numbers coming out of Q1 this year. I guess they do have some kitchenware uh, at your, your CVS's. Um, this is sort of the end of the aisle type of product. Something you might even end up with this year. Kind of a, a yes. corn kiosk. That's right. That's correct. Dude, I'm loving that, man. I'm loving that. Personally, I like to hold the cob. I think it's kind of part of that, you know, that summer fun. Um, uh, getting- I agree with you. This was inspired by Anna, who I see taking the knife to the corn, she, and she's losing a lot of corn when she does oh, that. Oh, yeah, dude. There's all sorts of meat left over there. I yeah, a lot of meat left on the cob. idea. I'm 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 your muse in so many ways, and I'm sure David can inspire your ideas, uh, vice versa. You know, if he didn't already Thank put you, the, lo- the lockbox for the vape at night, maybe that could have been something on your end. Yeah, that's true. There is going to have to be some solution there. Um, whether I have to the take solution the is vape- you wear earmuffs, you wear headphones, you do something no. on your end to control no. the problem. I'm not. No, see, like you. Okay, so you think I should have to wear earmuffs and headphones that's still not going to change the smell of the vape and like the taste and you can wear a nose plug too no david the solution is you are the solution is i sleep in another bed or you find a new boyfriend no the solution is maybe a lockbox like what jeff is saying something like that yeah it goes in at a certain time i pitched the lockbox don't bring don't give jeff credit for that because i pitched the lock i don't box. remember you i don't remember that but i think that jeff's well, spot half, on. half the time you're hardly listening on the episodes that's not true you're too busy on your tiktoks and your snapchats no mm-hmm. i'm not all right carry on now very good, David. I like the idea. Uh, I'm in. I think it would be, you know, kind of a, a speaking of, you know, Father's Day, of a fine Father's Day gift uh, from, from two weeks ago before, you know, the holiday passed. I hear you. What did you guys Father's get for your father yet. for Father's Day? Yes, uh, it did. Father's Day happened. Father's Day was really? two weekends ago. Yeah, what do oh, you mean? Yeah, man, I got to call Pops and let him know I'm still his bestie son. You didn't say Happy Father's Day to him? Every day is a, a Father's Day in my book. That's right, Poppy. Oh, David. Well, yes, you've made a great corn idea here. Congratulations to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Stop it out. Let me get that standing ovation going. 
next up in the pig pen, you pig know. Pig, that best. idea is of yours is pretty corny. Very good, Anna. Very good. <laughs> Love it. that. Yes, we get it. Uh, next up in the pig pen, he goes by the name of El Jefe, the Chef A, Jeff Rosenberg. Jeff, what do you have for us today, Curly Thanks, Q? Dave. Appreciate that. Uh, imagine it's the dog days of summer and you're golfing around in 18 holes with the crew. Unfortunately, if you're like me, you slice, hook, and chop at that little ball all afternoon, uh, hitting it into the tough rough and brush along the way, only to find yourself aimlessly looking for that teeny tiny ball. Next time, play a hound of golf. Our specially trained dogs join your party and help you find every ball along the way with our patented ScentTech branded balls. Our trained dogs will sniff out your balls in no time. Introducing doggone balls. We're given a new meaning to the term hitting it in the roof. <laughs> Very good, Jeff. That is a fun, fantastical idea. Of course, I see limits with the scalability of the idea. Um, you know, having, a, you know, you could have 10 sets of four out on a nine hole golf course. That means you have 10 dogs and you have four people in each crew. You got 40 dogs helping hunt the balls. Or oh, one no, dog if for <laughs> no, if you're, so if you're, you're going out with your crew of four, uh, you're going to have one dog for that whole crew. Okay. What about an app on your phone where if you press it, the golf ball? No one ball wants to deal sound. with apps anymore. <laughs> the they golf ball they makes want to a deal sound. with a live dog. It makes a sound. Beep, yeah. beep, beep. And then you're changing the structure of the ball, Dave. People are, you know, very, uh, very cautious and, you know, they, they can get a little skeptical if, if you're, you know, corking the ball, putting something in the ball. Uh, the, the beeping. It's a sparkly looking ball, so the light sort of reflects off of it, and you can yeah, catch. And we, we've you know we've seen glow in the dark balls. We've seen all sorts of stuff like this, but doesn't everyone want man's best friend on, on the course with with you? You know, a fun little dog, uh, part of the team. You know, he's got a little saddle on his back with a cold bruise on him too. Uh, well, okay, and to be you honest, around your stuff. Cute. It's it's something about it's cute, and something about it is definitely speaking to me in a way. But I don't know if you. It sounds to me like you didn't really grow up golfing. Uh, you didn't really grow up on the golf course. Uh, no, we used to golf um, in the day there, huh, Dave? Because oh yeah, big golfers. You know, a, a true golfer uh, would know that you know a dog on the golf course. I mean, that's just not really the golf way. Uh, you know, golf is about Shitting all, all over the course. Part of the yeah, uh, well-trained dog barking. Now, imagine you, you slice the ball, it goes in the woods. Uh, your little guy goes running out there, and he's sitting uh, with his tongue out uh, right by your ball, and and kind of you know it's exciting to see that guy uh, take care of you, and you take care of him, almost like a little cat. He'll you know it's a it's your best friend on the course with you they're not you know they're they're pooping in uh, designated spots these are well-trained dogs these are well well-trained who's taking dogs. care of these dogs yeah. who's taking care of the dogs there's uh you know the the you have the your uh what do you call it your pros right dave and and you have your your course hands and whatnot you know it takes a lot of people to run a golf course i don't think it, it's that much to ask 
that we have a little stable uh, where we keep the dogs uh, happy. Uh, obviously, they get a lot of exercise. Uh, something that's really troubling animals this day and age is a lack of exercise. It's not wrong about that. People, are working, that people are working longer. People are working harder. Uh, you know, and these are good, good breeds, obviously. Uh, nothing but the best for the best. Okay. Um, but then, you know, I think you're also kind of missing here that, you know, uh, part of the golf sport is that you're supposed to get that exercise. You're supposed to the exercise. You're still getting that exercise. Uh, you're just, you're just not kind of uh, digging yourself in poison ivy unnecessarily looking for balls. And I, and I will like to say, you know, these balls are expensive. A pack of three can cost you up to $30. It's 10 bucks a ball. Uh, That's true. Places. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. These balls are real expensive and now you no longer need to worry about that unless of course you hit it in some sort of pond uh, lake in, in which case uh, we have badgers. Oh, very We're good. We're at the celebrity I, golf I, I like tournament it. at Trump's golf tournament place, uh, Belvedere or whatever the place is called. Uh, uh, Mar-a-Lago? How was that? No, it, it's a place in New Jersey that he has. Um, this was like 10 years ago. It's pretty freaky, actually. Uh, and he had all you know the Trump water all around and everything. So the guy knows how to brand himself. You got to give him credit for that. The Vince McMahon of the political world. Did you hear the story about how he tried to get the Secret Service driver to yeah. drive into the Capitol and he lunged for the steering wheel? <laughs> I did hear that. It's a pretty kooky move. You know, yeah, they, they should have let him. Do it. And, and then they should have let him. And, and then, like, let, let the captain go down with the ship, you know? Otherwise, he, lo he looks like, you know, a, a martyr. Yeah, go yeah, down with the ship mess. indeed. Um, um, sound off if you can see his fat ass trying to climb a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just falling 15 feet onto a metal cage. Um, yeah, sound off in the comments. Let us know where you were on January 6th. Um, and I guess next in the pig pen. No? Yeah. yeah. Have at it, kiddo. Go on ahead and introduce me, Dave. Come on. Give me some respect here. Next up in the pen, you know, her, you know her worst as being Von Dutch. She's Anna Merida Nikolic. Anna, what do you have for us today? Okay. Um, okay. Um, um, <laughs> um. um so basically, um, you know, uh, I really been having such a great time um you know in our new life up in maine uh it's been really wonderful up there um with our new lifestyle i love it um and i've kind of just been thinking about you know um uh, trips other um, other things that i want to do and other other ex experiences that i i do still want to have um so i started looking at you know these vacation uh destinations that you know maybe for like this winter okay it's like if you want to plan a good trip and you want to have access to all the good hotels and the good airbnbs and everything you got to plan it in advance yeah, yeah yeah so that you know it's like summer now it seems crazy to be thinking about a trip in january or february but come january or february i'm going to be glad that i did this now you know mm -hmm. so you know i'm looking at these places and like 
the Bahamas and Florida and all these, you know, Caribbean places. And it's like, they have some spots that like will provide you with your own Butler that will pretty much like do whatever you want the entire time you're there, you know, they'll serve you drinks, but they also at this one place I was looking at, it's like, you know, the Butler will like, you tell them every day what you want to do. And like the Butler will like go plan those excursions for you. And like, um, there was just a they lot call of themselves butlers. Yeah. It's like a Butler, a dedicated Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just was thinking how much that would be so fun. But then if, you know, of course you go, okay, there's this other place, right? There's this place in Vermont. It's called twin twin farms or twin falls. I think maybe twin falls. It's in Vermont. It, it's like this gorgeous gorgeous like resort in vermont and it says you know all the different ways that's like all the things you can do in the summer like they'll take you to like you know a swimming hole with like a picnic um and in the winter you know they have all these cozy winter activities and they'll build you a snow thing and you know take you with the s'mores and blah 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 all all these uh spring summer fall winter beautiful place you can go and you have a butler again at this place and it's like you know the picture showed like the butler showing uh serving drinks to these people while they're like playing croquette like on you know the lawn it's like these are the things i want to do this sounds really fun to me you know um but of course you know i was even thinking you know oh we definitely have to go to this twin place it's in vermont and whatever i go to book it this place costs 20 four hundred dollars a night and you have to stay for at least three nights and i look that includes the butler i hope that's the one that includes the butler and then it's like some of these other places in the in the bahamas it's like same thing it's like i looked at this other one that that seemed cool and it was like um it was like eighteen hundred dollars a night it's like who has this money like i was thinking that splurging on a hotel for a night would be like four or five hundred dollars. I thought that sounds like an insane amount of money to spend on a hotel for a night. But apparently, there it, it, apparently that's cheap. Apparently that you cannot get a, a fancy hotel with a butler for less than basically two thousand dollars. So <laughs> I was very distressed um, because you know, of course, you know, for me, especially with all the traveling that Dave and I have done uh, domestically, at least, uh, you know, I've been able to find. I'm really good at finding good airbnbs for not crazy expensive like i can sniff out like the shitty ones from the from the hidden gems and much like much like our dogs on uh, <laughs> yeah much like your golf dog um so so basically i was thinking you know it sucks because if i i could definitely find a beautiful airbnb in the bahamas that costs like i don't know like sixteen hundred dollars to rent for the entire month of february probably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i won't have the butler you won't have the butler right and so that led me to my idea which is an app uh that's called butler uh for the day butler and this this app allows you to just basically go on and uh you find a butler a guy you know it's like same people that are doing TaskRabbit and whatever. It's like, this is another good opportunity for you to just make some side cash. It's like, Jeff, I could see you uh, signing up for one of our, uh, to be one of our butlers. It's like, you don't, you don't have to make a commitment. And Jeff like, is the perfect butler name too. Yes, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. 
<laughs> and um, you know, yeah, you you just have to wear either all black or all white. Uh, so you don't even have to have like a fancy uh, tuxedo or anything necessarily. And maybe a collar um, around their neck. I think a collar would be, I think a collar shirt might be, might be recommended. Uh, but otherwise, you know, I think, yeah, it's just show up and, and you, uh, I think obviously so that people don't take advantage, we're going to have to set some parameters like, you know, for what this Butler is willing to do, but you know, it's going to be serving drinks, um, doing the little errands, uh, maybe planning an excursion here or there. Are they going to come on the excursion or not? Yeah, they get to come on the excursion. Um, but they're getting yeah. all the cabs together. They're handling transportation. Exactly. So, okay. So I, I hire you to be my butler in my, uh, you know, at in the Bahamas Airbnb. So it's like you, we agree on the time hours you're going to work. So it's like, let's say you show up at 8 a.m. at my Airbnb in the Bahamas. And I say, hey, you know can you make me breakfast? <laughs> like, and then it's like, oh, you, you, actually, miss, you have to tell me the night before so I can go shopping for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I would have, okay, see, you're, you'd be very good. So I like, I'd have to, yeah, you'd have so much attitude, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> and so no ingredients. and then uh, you make my breakfast and then bring it to me. And then, you know, I'd say, okay, like, I want to go to the beach. Can you grab the beach chairs, my cooler? Can you pack some snacks in my cooler? And we're only going to walk down to the beach at 11 o'clock. Um, don't forget my sandals, these kind of things. Um, right. And it's right. just, you know, and, and then, you know, you're getting paid by the hour. And uh, actually a day rate, ma'am. Thank you. Oh, you know, a day rate could even work out better because it could get expensive with the by the hour. So let's say that, you know. You're gonna make a cool two fifty for the day. Two fifty. That's a twelve hour day, ma'am. Mm, yeah. It's a twenty four hour day. Yeah. <laughs> I think this could be great. Tip is included at the end or not? No, tip is not included. But uh, you know, if you do a good job, uh, you know, Dave and I are known to tip very generously. Right. Right. So two fifty for the before 12. tax, of course. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I could, I could, I could see people biting because it's almost, you know, it kind of melds with the uh, the tour guide aspect a little bit of it, uh, and uh, that you guys were talking about doing there in Maine. You uh, could even have butler profiles where exactly it's like maybe there's a guy that's like really good at butlering and he has a profile and he's like, yeah, you know, I could take you all or I could take you into the forest, I could take you fishing, like I know about uh, how to polish silver, like. I could, I'm, I give back rubs, like all these different things that, uh, and you know, if you're a professional bartender, like if you just all these different skills that the butler will have, you know, and you're going to get rated at the end, you know, you'll get stars and a review. And if you're a good butler, you get rated R-A-I-D-E-D for having <laughs> a, a house elf. I think that there's a real business opportunity here. And I also think that it's something that I really did wish existed for me because like I said, you know, it's, you're going to have a hard time finding a vacation that includes one of these guys uh, for less than thousands a night. And if anyone listening out there has ever gone on a vacation that was pretty fancy and had a Butler and stuff, but wasn't that expensive, please let me know because you know, I'm trying to experience some more things in life as this world continues to spiral uh, into chaos. Uh, I'd rather try to just plan a vacation 
for the future with a butler. That's what I'd like to focus my time on. So let's just try to make that happen. Right? Yeah, no, I am. Beautiful. Clap it out. Anna, that's a wonderful idea. You have a beautiful brain. And I sometimes I forget why I love you, but these moments like this oh, really bring me back. Oh, sometimes you forget why you love me. They, um, they really how bring about me this? back. How about this? You're going to get us all dinner tonight, David. That's how, it, well, maybe that will help you uh, remember why you love me. You're going to be treating well, us all I'd love to get dinner. dinner. I yeah. love my chicken gyros. No, we're not getting chicken gyros. I don't want chicken gyros. Treating the fam. Yep. Three in the fam, indeed. Something I love doing and something I do very often. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> so anyway. oh, we have fun here. Hey, sound off in the comments. Let us know what you're munching on for dinner tonight. We love that engagement. We love hearing from the fans. Um, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at TwinnovationPod. Uh, Jeff, what's that email address? Uh, uh, ideas at twinnovation.biz. Love it. Uh, hit us up. Contact us. Let us know our ups, our downs, our ins, our outs. Uh, we love you. We think this was a fucking fantastic episode. And we can't wait to see you next week. And as always, stay, stay steaming and stay, stay dreaming. Oh, yeah. Walking out the door, robbing their bank. Got a chauffeur, makes it more purpose. Now an open Today with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, getting, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, buddy. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>